Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Captain Stoutheart comes down to your cell. There was a recent report of a mine invaded from within. Creatures breaking out of the underworld. If you're willing to help, I could put in a good word for you with the Sapphire Saber. Say what? Wait, the Sapphire Saber? I have their poster in my closet. Gentlemen, it looks like our marketing has paid off. We've had to close mine shafts all the time from where I come from. This would be your area of expertise. We'll take the job, right, Asla? Consider it took. And we hit the road. A sign directs you towards the mine. You can see pulleys and ropes hanging from the ceiling in a vertical shaft. Do you want to go down? This dense air, the dark creeping walls. I mean, this is home. You see this large counterweight pass you by, atop of which are riding two humanoids who immediately leap into your box. It's time for a fight. Take arms, brothers. Roll for initiative. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rolled a natural 20. Hey. <laughs> uh, 14 for Aslo. Lucky number nine. Dude, and now I actually have three spell slots to work with. <laughs> and that's a 23 for Shaba. Shaba, you are surprised, but not too surprised as these two creatures jump onto <laughs> the platform. They are each wielding bone clubs with shards of bone just kind of tied on and jutting out of them. And are they like, do they have like flat foreheads and big jutting chins and they look like Neanderthals? Something along those lines, yeah. They've got like bald, smooth heads with large mouths and extra rolls of fat here and there. So you said it's me first? Yes. Okay, so I say, Ho there, friends! Thank you for joining us! <laughs> we were just discussing how we uh, could use a couple of guides to help us navigate the dangers of these mines. We do have, as you can see, a rock gnome with us, but he's unfamiliar with this general area. I wonder if you might, uh, you might perhaps be interested in showing us around for a couple of coin. These guys don't look like they're listening to anything that you're saying. <laughs> okay, as a bonus action, I cast Hunter's Mark, and then I shoot one that I cast <laughs> it on. I just rolled another natural 20. What? <laughs> rigged. We need, to get, we need to get you some new dice. That's a dice. This die is totally rigged. You're rolling hot today. We gotta take you to Vegas. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, my damage is uh... It's you just double the dice and including the hunter's your, mark dice. I double the mm. hunter's mark dice too. Yep, every die that you roll as part of the Holy attack is double. Holy shnikes! <laughs> wow, um, this is like triple digits. Yeah, I apologize in advance for totally ruining this encounter, Thane. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be like the most damage you're going to deal ever in the game. Yeah. Like, we're going to look back on this day even when you're like level 20. <laughs> That's 21 damage. So one of them's dead. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so the two creatures jump into the platform. One of them lands on the railing, which you then mark and shoot it with your bow, and he flies back <laughs> against the opposite wall and falls into the shaft. <laughs> nice. All right. Shaba, okay. I look over at Shaba. Shaba, where'd you learn to do that? Um, well, you know, just uh, ranger school, I guess. Or Goliath school, one of the two. That was really impressive. Well, that's probably the only time it'll happen, so I'm going to need your help with the other guy. <laughs> okay, Aslo, 
to your turn. You know what? I'll pull out a long, greenish-blue object from my pack that has tongs at the end. It's the coral trident that we got from the Sahuagin, and I'll just stab at him. Going Poseidon on this creature. (laughs) You're using that instead of your rapier? It's just the... uh, the first thing I grabbed, I guess I was so surprised that I just pulled the first weapon I could find out of my pack, and that was it. So uh, Your bagpipes are like, <laughs> as you go rummaging around in there. You accidentally reached for your backpack instead of your scabbard. <laughs> so I don't think I'm proficient, right, with that? Don't think so, no. Okay, so that would be a 13. How big is this trident, is my next question. <laughs> um. Well, if the Sahagin were using it, it's probably about... Six feet long. Oh, I should probably just give this to you, Shaba. Oh, boy. That's... I don't know what I could do with that thing. I'm just trying to think about how that would look as we're using that weapon. It's six feet long, you said? Yeah. <laughs> 1d6 if you're using it one-handed, 1d8 if it's two-handed. Cripes. Let me offer an idea. What if you, like, pole-vaulted into the... <laughs> like, is that's how big that is. If I was a monk, I would totally do that. That's, like, the size ratio is it's, like, the length of, like, a pole vault. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a 13 does hit, though. Okay. Um, that would be three damage. And then I'll kind of, like, look at it in my hands and wonder, why did I even grab this thing? And then I'll drop it on the mine platform. How did that fit in your backpack? That's a great question. <laughs> I really don't know, actually. I just strapped <laughs> to his back, sort of like the tent poles on Shaba. Yeah. Um, like horizontally, and so when I walk through doorways, it just gets stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you turn around while you're fighting, you just smack your allies next to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cut it out, yeah. guys! Ow! Aslan! <laughs> what was that? Put that thing away! Oh, and then as a bonus action, I'll look over at Tokus and do the <laughs> finger guns thing at him and give you uh, bardic inspiration. Ah, so I reach out and I I catch the finger gun and I I embrace it. I hold it tight. Press it to your lips and then blow it back. Yeah. (laughs) Your three points of damage. You bring out the trident, swing it forward, and it lightly grazes him across the shoulder, which he lets out kind of a low, rumbly growl, way lower than you would hear from a person. Just Hmm. like Hmm. this extra super deep sound that you can barely even register. And... Then he retaliates, swinging his own club. He strikes back at Aslo with it for... Wow. He hits you for a solid ten points of damage. Holy schmazoli. So you get smacked hard against the side of the wall, the back wall that's right next to the platform. Yikes. And the whole thing just kind of shakes back and forth as you get shoved against it. And now you need a tetanus shot. (laughs) Yeah, really. It's now Tux's turn. I turn to my allies and I say, let me show you how cave fighting's really done. (laughs) But that was was a pretty good uh, interpretation, Shaba. That wasn't bad. You know. So uh, I'm going to unsheath my rapier and put my hand into my shield and bring it around like so. I have, like, this really oversized shield that scrapes the ground almost. Remember <laughs> Young Link and, like, how huge the Hylian shield was? It just looked like it was like a turtle shell. Yeah. So I'm behind this bulwark of armor in front of me, and I'm going to march forward almost like a phalanx. I'm like, this is how I cave fight, guys. Like, you never seen me do cave fighting before. It was in the brochure. Yeah. Hello. Like, this is how we fight in the caves. Like, gnomes, like, we Duh. basically use the shields against otherwise foes that we would get eaten by. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we went over this. It was in the literature. Exactly. 
You saw the movie 300, right? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I've watched Vikings and The Last Kingdom, which is like the best show ever. Highly recommend. Something's come over me and I'm fighting like I've never fought before. I'm in my element. Okay, let's see it. Let's right. see it happen. So I'll pro- <laughs> Shush. That always happens when you do dramatic stuff like that. <laughs> so I'm going to approach and I want to... I'm going to use my action surge for the first time. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah, but BT Dub's not trying to screw us over, but what's visibility like down here for me and Aslo? You said there was basically just a little pinpoint of light far above yeah. for where we can see where the cave turns. Yeah, it is pretty dark down here, um, except I've assumed you had the light spell. I believe you had the light spell cast and oh, that's right. the candle helmet. So mm-hmm. Yes, the yeah. candle helmet. Totally forgot about that. Who's uh, wearing You're that? wearing that, right, Chaba? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Because so, I have light, he has dark vision, and you have the helmet. Yeah, so yeah. Where, where you are right now, um, it's actually decently lit because of the light spell, lighting the whole area. Okay. And additionally, wherever Shaba is looking at the moment is also lit. <laughs> so I'm going to go for a shield bash, if that's allowed. Because I would bash him first to try to knock him off, and then I'm going to stab him if I can. Do both of those mm. things. Actually, taking your shield out is an action. Oh, Okay. Well, I want to go for the shield bash, because that's so epic. But actually, no, you'd be riding down with your shield out, because you're expecting combat. Yeah, we would be kind of prepared. Tokus is thinking to himself, I've, like, bumbled every other combat we've been in together as a group, and I I just, this time I have to show them, especially since, like, I know how to fight in caves, like, I gotta do my thing. The time for redemption has come. Yeah, so I, I have, like, this, like, sense of urgency, and so I go and I try to bash him in the face with my shield. How does this actually work? <laughs> How does shield bash actually work? <laughs> Good question. I would call it the shove action. Yeah, shove is is your strength athletics versus the defending creature's choice of strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics. Gotcha. I believe is how that works. Did you take shield master, by the way? Or did you take defensive? I'm defense. So maybe this isn't, like, as epic as I want it to be in my mind. The only good benefit for shield bashing is the feet. And you don't have the feet, I'm pretty sure. Is that something that we could acquire? At level four, you can get a feat. Okay, that's interesting, though. I might be interested in that, because that's, like, something that maybe nobody else in the party would be able to do. Like, send an opponent off balance. Yeah, it gives you a number of benefits with shields. I don't remember all of them. Hmm. Okay, well, I give him a shove with my shield. Uh, I get a nine. (laughs) Okay, well, I rolled a 21. Uh Uh-oh, does he shove me back? (laughs) So so you try to shove him with the shield, but he just grabs it with one hand and holds it out in front of him. Huh. Prevents you from pushing any farther. Like the Matrix. He's just like... Alright, so can I still stab with... I want to use that action, action surge. Yeah, is action surge a daily or a once per rest thing? Once once per rest. I want to okay. stab him in the in the face region. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a that's a five plus four. Another nine. Another nine. Oh, I'm, ro- I'm rolling man. all these. Wait, that's my third nine because I got a nine on my initiative. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> at least I'm consistent, Shaba. I, right. I turn back. I turn back as you chuckle at my nine, and I say, "At least I'm consistent." <laughs> well, hey, I mean, I've rolled two twenties. I would be happy for a third if the consistency is the name of the game tonight. <laughs> Stop bragging. Okay. So he grabs your shield, and then you make another attempt to stab him with your rapier, 
which he deflects with some of the bones in his club, just kind of turns it aside. Look alive, guys. These guys are actually really difficult despite Shaba sniping one. They're, they're real tough. Ruh-ruh. Just Just <laughs> letting you know. It's not that easy. He made it look easy. All right, back to Shaba. All right, I come up behind Tokus using his small body as a shield for myself. <laughs> and I attempt to shoot the creature. Um, I rolled a nine, but plus seven, that's a 16. Okay, that hits. Oh, yeah, and uh, before I do that, I'll use my bonus action to set him as my mark. Okay. Wait, you can do that multiple times? Yep. Hunter's mark lasts for an hour, and I can uh, use a bonus action to change the creature that it's on if if the last one is reduced to zero hit points, which I assume that fall made the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's 14 damage. I rolled an 8 on the D8, so that was pretty solid. <laughs> okay. He takes an arrow to the chest, staggers back against the railing, and then just clumps... Or, clumps? (laughs) (laughs) Clumps over. (laughs) Kind of collapses to the floor and lets out a little... He clumps. He collapses and he slumps at the same time. (laughs) He actually becomes like a clump of dirt. That is now a thing. (laughs) I think that's what I was saying, but... Totally. Not what I meant. No, we're right there with you. Keep going. (laughs) You're good. So he collapses to the floor and lets out a little, another one of those low gargling growls as the blood spills onto the platform. Are we still descending at this point? You are. Okay. At a measured pace, or are we like... It's a relatively slow descent, just because... Okay, so we're not we're not plummeting to the ground right now with the <laughs> handle going... <laughs> no. The guy falls over and it just like keeps slapping him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're only going down at, like, one or two feet a second. It's pretty slow. Okay. So I proclaim and I say, see, that's how cave fighting's done. That's right. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) You did fantastic, Tokus, and I give you a little slap of encouragement. (laughs) Wait, what kind of slap are you talking? Like, the kind that happens in the locker room, or...? Probably, like, a slap (laughs) in between your shoulder blades that... Uh pushes you forward a little bit. Okay, like a like a friendly. By the way, I'm real I'm sorry if I'm rough on you guys. I didn't realize until now in Goliath culture, we're just rough with each other out of affection. Mhm. So like when I pick people up by the collar and hold them in front of me, that's sort of like a friendship sign. <laughs> and for you guys, I know I'm like tossing you around all the time. It's just cuz I love you. That's all it is. No, we have these bruises to remember you by. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and then when the when the officer asks us, where did he touch you? I'll say, <laughs> yeah, he, he exactly. hit me right here, square on the back. <laughs> All right, right. That's what you tell him. <laughs> and where, like, he gets, like, a little, like, doll out. and <laughs> Right there, that's where he slapped me on the back. Yeah, so I guess I'm, like, clutching at my wound. You said he just sort of, like, hit me in the shoulder, I think. He needs a tetanus shot. Yeah. I think I'm clumped down on the ground myself. (laughs) Yeah, 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 Aslo's clumped. (laughs) Oh, man. What? uh, Ten damage. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I've got five left, but I think at this point I should probably heal myself, right? Uh, yeah. I won't be much good to you guys otherwise. I can give you an old Goliath healing potion I brewed up the other night, but I don't think you'd like it. And it probably Mm. wouldn't do the the thing you want it to do all right well um you guys turn around i'm gonna play a a healing song for myself but we don't have to do that anymore remember because that was all fake what wait it was yeah 
we don't have to turn around while you're playing because... Yeah, Aslo, you weren't cursed by a witch. Yeah, I know, but I still can't, like, play in front of people. The stage fright is still so bad that it incapacitates me. I told you that that part was real, right? Oh, the curse was to explain the stage fright. That's right. right. Uh, that was my, my fake story. Okay, so I cross to the other side of the cart and I close the eyes of the the dead thing. <laughs> <laughs> I produce some crudely made earplugs and I hand a pair of goliath-sized ones to shaba okay i put them in stripey's ears <laughs> uh, i'll put my earplugs in okay I'll, I'll plug my ears with my fingers because stripey doesn't have you know he he can't plug his own ears so he mm. needs the plugs so i need to okay. make i mean make some for stripey too yeah all right i wait around for 10 minutes for you guys to finish doing that and then i uh, <laughs> and then i'll uh uh cast cure wounds and ooh, cure nine of the 10 wow perfect so, all right. Okay, I think I'm feeling better now. We're, we're still standing there with earplugs in our ears because we can't hear you. Oh, yeah. I tap you both on the shoulder. Hey, what? Guys, we're good. Oh, okay. I take out my earplugs. How'd it go? I'm much better now. Okay. What song did you play? Well, I guess you'll never know. <sighs> no, you can tell us. We can just imagine you playing it just for our own enjoyment since we didn't get any real enjoyment out of if it. If I try to sing it, though, it won't work, remember? No, you just tell us the name. Was it Halfling Rain? I'll, I'll, I'll save it for later. <laughs> halfling Rain, Halfling Rain. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll save it for later, guys. You know, bards <laughs> don't really need to play music in order to cast their spells. Yeah, but it's so much better when they do. It's just <laughs> so much better for all of us. Especially since we've got this chill, classic rock vibe going with Aslo's repertoire. It's really, yeah. it's really sweet. <laughs> so eventually your platformer reaches the bottom of the shaft and you land with a nice thunk and a little bit of a jarring motion as it comes to a stop <laughs> the tunnel extends opposite the way that you came in at the top and you can see some uh, wooden planks set along the ground nailed in as tracks of some sort as tracks mm. okay so like a cart like a mine cart track yeah Okay. Not like we think of them in modern times, but just kind of a primitive couple of logs that just kind of follow the cave. So just something to walk on, basically? Um, no, it's like the wheels would be in between these things to kind of keep them in place. As they... Oh, okay. Mm. okay. All right, so I'm going to use a uh, rock gnomish tactic. I, I turn to the guys and I say, all right, just just hang on a second. I know how to speed this whole thing up. And I take a really big breath, like, <gasps> I, like, fill my lungs like this. <laughs> and I'm going to put my hands, my gauntlets, over my mouth like this. And I'm just, I'm about to just release, like, a giant gnomish battle cry. Wait, no. And I no, slap my hand over no. your mouth. <laughs> I do the same thing. I put my hand over Aslo's hand. <laughs> what are you doing, Douglas? <laughs> You're going to bring every single one of those things in the place on us at once. Don't explain yourself. For Nomergon. I was about to do a war, a battle gnome war cry. Yeah, but then every single one of those monsters is going to attack us at once. And we can't take all of them at, at one time. Oh, that's right. You guys aren't rock gnomes and you don't have shields and we can't build a phalanx together. Exactly. We're gonna have to well we can't follow the brochure then I gave you guys. We're gonna have to come up with like a new plan. I thought that was the plan. You guys said you read the brochure we were gonna form a rock gnome phalanx and push our way deep down into the mine shaft. Well what are we gonna do now, Shaba? 
Honestly, I just didn't have enough time to make a shield. And I also couldn't find enough materials to make a shield big enough to phalanx my entire body. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been an uneven phalanx the whole time anyway. Well, no, Shaba was going to be... It's in there. I wrote the part in. I added that as that was like the last few pages. Shaba's in the middle. He's Big Papa, right? He's the big shield, right? Like a tower shield. And then we're on the sides. We're the, we're the flanks. And we're just going to just barge through. That was the plan. I thought it was like with like what we did in the alley with Alshaz, where you guys would be one on the other's shoulders with your shields stacked. See, I did I did think about that, and it didn't work well the last time we did it. So I was thinking, I wanna I wanna be my own thing. I don't want Aslo on my shoulders anytime soon. Okay. Well, if you're gonna do your battle cry, I suggest we get in the cart and go back up a little ways before you do it. The moment's passed, Shaba. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I can only summon one gnomish battle cry per long rest. I see. <laughs> ah, I see. <laughs> okay, well, let us know the next time that you are going to do that so we can, again, <laughs> dissuade you from it. <laughs> I think you'll know. <laughs> okay. When we feel the wind going yeah. in. <laughs> Into my lungs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I suppose we start down the passage, right? There's only the one passage going in the opposite direction of the... It's like a like a Tetris piece. So you have the one side, and then we went down the shaft, and then the other yeah. thing goes opposite. Okay. Your footsteps echo as you travel through the tunnels. These are supported by wooden beams that are partially built into the wall. Can we check the integrity of the wood? So we got to bring this baby down. Give me an investigation. Okay. You guys good with woodwork? Chaba is, right, since the boat ride? Yeah, I know my way around a piece of wood, but my investigation is not anywhere near as good as yours. Eleven. Six. Oh, well, I rolled an 18, so that's a 19. Yeah, you, see, you know wood, wouldn't you? Mm. I guess I do. I guess I do. Okay, so <laughs> looking at these supports, they seem like they're very sturdy, so like... A foot thick. They're in solid condition. Um, you would guess that the ones right here by the entrance have only been in here for at most a few years. They did say that this mine was relatively recent. It would probably be pretty difficult, or at least take quite a while to cut your way through them. Okay. Um, as we're walking, I think uh, Tokus should be in front, right? Yeah. Just in case anything else pops out. I shoot you an angry glance, Aslo, <laughs> as, as I am proceeding to phalanx the other two party members. I'm trying to protect you. You're making it real hard. You're making this really difficult. Instead of a phalanx, try and think of it instead as just you're just the, sh- the shield bearer. Well, that's not really the right term, but you, you are our protector. You're our valiant defender. You know I use a bow. I can't be carrying shields around. <sighs> This is not how I envisioned this, Aslo, when you had me sign that contract. (laughs) Like, I remember pages and pages of paid vacation time. (laughs) We were going to get medical. I found out what the medical actually was. It just meant that he was going to heal us on occasion. It wasn't actually like we get to go to a hospital. Uh, Okay. (laughs) It was just bardic healing. All right, all right. Look, we'll work on me getting a shield when we get home. By the way, Tokus, you live underground, don't you? This must be like a vacation for you. Are you kidding me? Do you realize, Shaba? Neither of you know how to move through this cave, as I do. Because I know what could be down here. I know what we might face. So follow in my footsteps. Watch where I step. 
Don't step on that rock. Oh. So this is not a vacation for you, then? This is, like, serious business? Far from it. Shab, I've lost many brothers and sisters in the depths. Okay. All right, I take Tokus's advice and make a stealth check. I would also like to point out that Tokus is the only one here who is not proficient in stealth and is also wearing <laughs> heavy armor that gives him disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> the whole time. Clank, clank, clank. I'm making lots of sound, but I'm, like, pretending to be stealthy and, like, like walk around stones, but I'm still, like, clank, clank, clank. I get a 23 on my stealth check, except I'm wearing a huge helmet with a candle on it. <laughs> and so I'm walking really quietly, but there's still light attached to my face. Yeah, can, can we all just stealth check here? Yes. Okay. 16. A 15 for me. Was that with disadvantage? For me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. I have to do that, don't I? Yep. Just just me, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, 17 on the second roll. Nice. Okay. You proceed cautiously down the passageway, about 100 feet or so, when the path splits. It either goes straight ahead or off to the left at kind of a 45-degree angle from the main path. I think the choice here is simple. You know the saying, straight is great. Yeah, but when in doubt, go left. Oh, oh, you're right. Tokus, make a cave check. Okay, so I will make a cave check. I just rolled a 15. So what what exactly would a cave check be? Let's use this to our advantage. So I get down on all fours. And I lick I lick the cave floor. Yes, I yes, lick it. do it. That's deep perception. Yeah. It's a perception yeah. check on a whole nother level. And I taste it. I, it it's in my mouth, and I'm going to chew on it for a little bit. <laughs> you feel the earth. Be one with the cave. And, and <laughs> I, I note some droppings. <laughs> some guano. So maybe that'll give me some insight into what we're going to face. Is that a nature check, maybe, to or survival? To um, I'll just take what you rolled and apply it however I want to at this point. So. Yeah, no, this is a cave check. We just made a cave check. <laughs> yeah, thing. I don't know if you're check. aware of these these checks. There's lots of things that go into a cave check. Taste and smell and feeling. So you were able to discern um, some bat guano. <laughs> oh, oh, yummy. <laughs> you also, as you're looking on the floor, you can see boot prints. Most of them go off to the left but some of them do go straight. And there are also a handful of bear footprints. Bear? Not, not bear, like an animal. Or, I mean, bear footprints. Oh, like bear, <laughs> foot? bear footprints? Okay. Yeah. Oh, got it. Unbooted footprints. Stripey's licking his lips trying to get at some of that bat guano, and I'm holding them back like, Now, Stripey, <laughs> we don't eat that. That's disgusting. That's for, that's for animals below yourself. <laughs> you, so I, I, look, I look up at you, Shaba, with like a mouthful of guano. <laughs> 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 All right, so, Thane, might I relay this information? Sure, but you also can feel just the tiniest hint that the wind continues from the left passage as well. Okay, so, guys, we got a small breeze on the left side. Also, I know what we're up against, and you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, I think we're up against an army of boots, like animated, <laughs> like, magical boots. <laughs> what? That's incredible. Right? Well, that's all I see here. Like, the, the evidence leads to several different sized boots. What about the naked boots? They look like feet. Well, they might be armed. Or legged. 
Wait, arms, legs, boots, or feet? Which are we <laughs> fighting here? Well, there might be feet inside of the boots, but I know we're facing some boots. So how do you defeat a boot? Do you just take off your own boot and put the other one on? Or do you kick it in the boot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could put snakes in them. What if you put snakes? Uh, yeah. If you put a snake there, in the... There's a snake in my face, because to a boot, it's faces. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, All right, moving right along. Well, Togus, I'm completely out of my element down here, so you you lead the way. Well, I mean, a breeze is potentially a good or bad sign. I mean, a breeze could be anything from the breath of a dragon to there's actually another way out, like a back entrance. Did you say it's a cool breeze, though? The temperature down here is significantly colder than up above, but there's not anything particularly different about the temperature of the breeze. It's more like a draft, right? Yeah. The, about the breeze? Yeah, okay. All right, your call, Tokus. I'm still chewing on the, the cave evidence, by the way. Like, all right. <laughs> Grinding pebbles between your teeth. <laughs> I reckon we should go left. <laughs> all right, left it is. Okay. Aslo starts walking. Same. Okay. So you follow the left passage, and it winds on for quite a ways, and then it opens up into a small cavern of sorts. It looks like this area has been pretty well mined. I'm already losing confidence in my choice. Like, I'm trying to hide that fact <laughs> from the other two. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's this way. <laughs> I'm like, wow, a big cave. I've never been in a cave this big before and like obviously lying through my teeth like don't even make me take a check here i'm like yeah this, this is exactly what i thought we'd find uh guys i have a bit of a confession to make you've never been in a cave before no no i've been in a cave before i just beneath your bald head there's another wig <laughs> there, there's a re <laughs> yeah i just like rip it and there's another one bald cap under layers <laughs> just keeps taking them off. <laughs> I don't know why I put so many on. And then, like, the last one comes off and it's like an alien's face. It's not even me anymore. <laughs> so, um, part of the reason why I bubbled that combat earlier, because I'm a rock gnome. Rock gnomes are supposed to know how to do caves. So, confession moment I've never been first string gnome. They never let me stand inside of the phalanx, I was always behind. Uh -huh. So I've seen some things. I can give you guys some advice, but uh, I actually don't know how to taste for which way you're supposed to go in a cave. And I don't really <laughs> have any weird advantage when I fight in a cave. Well, then, Tokus, I think this is a perfect opportunity for you to come into your own as a cave-dwelling fighter e person who is in the lead. Also, because you can see in the dark and we can't. Right. I could see perfectly, but if I if if we find something scary down here, like you guys have seen the way that I fight, I'm always missing. I'm always tripping over my own feet. I even ran away when we were way back in the in the Zombieville. Don't you remember? I'm not really a brave gnome that you thought I was. Well, Tokus, that's okay because we didn't think you were that great anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually say that. Um, <laughs> Well, we're all novices at fighting. We'll be here. We'll be your non-shield-bearing phalanx homies. Yeah, we've got your back. There's really no other way for me to explain it other than to tell you two that I'm kind of scared when it comes to fighting monsters. And you two are so brave, like I've been able to do it up until this point. But if you're asking me to lead, I don't know if I can do it. 
The Damage Guild Podcast. Four nerds, one tabletop. Hello there. My name's Jay, and you're listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. So thanks for doing that with your ears. We've got a listener mailbag for you this week, and I just had to read this one because it uh, it touched my heart. Uh, this comes to us from James Barton, who says, Hey guys, I'm a third shift worker at a university, and I just wanted to exclaim my general enjoyment of your podcast. I've been on a D&D binge for a while, usually three hour long episodes of shift. And really enjoying your show. Just wanted to give some love. Keep it up, gents. Well, first of all, thanks, James. And, you know, this, uh, this brings me back. You're bringing me back to the, to the, the old days, James. Uh, for about a semester during college, I worked overnight. The graveyard shift, as, uh, as we like to call it, in the monster business. Uh, stocking shelves for a large retail giant, which shall remain unnamed. And man, let me tell you, it destroyed my life and robbed me of much of my sanity. So let me set the scene for you. So I go to work at 11 p.m. and get off at 7 a.m., during which period I am subjected to copious amounts of 80s pop music. Not that there's anything wrong with 80s pop music, but this was back before the days when we had these pocket-sized devices capable of holding hundreds or thousands of hours worth of audio for our personal listening pleasure. So we had a boombox hanging from a hook on the back wall of the stock room. And w- my coworkers would bring in their CDs and pump up the jams. And that was, that was the extent of the choice that I was allowed. Let me tell you, if I could have spent that time listening to my favorite podcasts or my favorite tunes or literally anything else besides the music that was uh, forced upon me, it would have made those long nights, it, it would have been the small point of light in an otherwise dreary uh, and soul-crushing existence. So, first of all, James, consider yourself lucky, but second of all, you hang in there, bud, because I know exactly what you're going through. Hey, while we're sleeping, there are people out there doing the thing, slaying the dragon, making it happen, and you deserve all the strength and purpose in your respective lines of work that, that you can muster. And that we can muster for you. So, hey, from all of us here at the DGP, we're behind you. We're, we're with you. And uh, we're glad that, uh, James, um, that you are, have chosen to spend these long hours hanging out with us. That's, that's very humbling and uh, it means a lot to us. So, thanks for your message and uh, best of luck to you. And we hope you uh, continue to enjoy the show. And we hope it, it helps the time to pass a little quicker for you. So enjoy the rest of this episode, and we'll see you next Monday. This is the Damage Guild Podcast. I just want you guys to be friends with me. I don't just I can't see why you'd want to be friends with a fighter that can't fight. Tokus, it's not all about your ability to fight. We befriended you because hey, you were looking for a job. Just like we all were. 
You're looking for someone to give you a chance. And that's all we ever asked. We've come this far as a group, and we're going to stay together, even when we're all afraid. Because I know I'm still afraid from time to time. But that's why it's so important that we're here for each other. Shaba, I just don't want to let you down. Remember on the ship where I tried to bravely fight that fish thing? The Schwagen? <laughs> I, I'm mispronouncing it on purpose. I know how to pronounce this, the Sapagen. But you remember the Schwagens? <laughs> remember how I tried and I, the next thing I remember, I'm in my bed and you guys had protected me and you, like you had to tell me after the fact what happened up there on deck. Tokus, you know why that happened? That could have easily been any one of the three of us. That happened because you stepped in and you got in the way to protect us, even though you were scared. He just decided to attack you because you did something brave for the two of us. Yeah, I told him his mother looks like a, an octopus or something. I remember that part. <laughs> my mouth was certainly brave, but my sword wavered. It always seems to waver. Like, I don't really know how to aim this thing, and I like do a couple like practice jabs, and like I'm totally missing the target. Like I'm trying to hit something on the wall. <laughs> I have no like hand-eye coordination. My dad didn't play catch with me, okay? I said it. I said it. He never played catch with me. <laughs> my dad played catch with me. In fact, I was the ball. <laughs> so <laughs> there are worse fates that you could have undergone. You know, Tokus, life is, is full of risks, but my people have, have a saying, uh, a chance on a friend is a chance well spent. And at this point, I think we're all um, close enough to say that. <laughs> at this point, I think we're all out of chances. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've spent all our chances and good luck. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not scared anymore as I have been, but I think if I'm with you guys... I, I want to try. And I, I put my shield into the ground and, and sheathe my sword and put my hand on my chest and say, I've never really felt that way before about anybody that I fought with. Because I really didn't like all the people in my town. They all hated me and thought it was annoying. For some, I, again, like with the alchemist guild thing, I don't know why they don't like me. We're not sure either. Totally. Right? I, I <laughs> yeah, know. we have no, no yeah, idea. It's weird. It, see? I just, I just can't figure that out. I don't see the correlation. Anyway, I... Tokus, son of Alton, or son of the son of the Altons. There we go. Ugh, I'm screwing this up already, guys. <laughs> it's okay. I promise that the next time something comes hurtling towards you, the next time that a big, giant, explosive something is being thrown at you, the next time somebody chucks a spear at your beautiful face, uh, Aslo, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> that for all of those scenarios except the thing being chucked at Aslo, that I will protect you. Oh, and, and Stripey's not part of this oath either. <laughs> oh wait, I forgave Aslo. Let me let me do let me start over. Let me start over. <clears throat> I took yeah, we I think we get it. Okay. Yeah, we we understand. <laughs> Thank you, Tokus. Your your oath is well taken. But I didn't finish. <laughs> it was perfect, just the way it was. How about this? Let's uh let's move forward together and Tokus you can just be like slightly in front of us how about that C could Shaba go first for a change our <laughs> ranger with a bow uh sure I'll go first with the bow and my candlestick hat just just to try this out this whole <laughs> like bravery thing out like I'm not saying I won't be confident enough to someday lead I know I'm wearing the armor and stuff but I just don't feel I don't feel like pretending anymore and that's okay 
maybe it's because we're in a cave and it's like all those like really bad memories of all the other gnomes making fun of me or coming back to me. Yeah, you're just having flashbacks. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's all that's happening. And I, and I grab my backpack and I start like those breaths that people suggest you do if you're like... <laughs> Hyperventilating? Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay, let's all take right. a breather. Let's just t- let's take a quick break and calm yourself down. It's all right, Tokus. You never had to lie to us. You don't have to lie to us anymore. I appreciate you being honest about that. Don't feel like you're, you need to be pressured to take the lead. I'll take the lead. And when you're ready, we'll keep going. Okay. All right. I can do this. I can do this. How far does my candlelight hat go? I believe it was like 60 and 60. Okay. All right. So whenever you're ready, Tokus, just take a breath and we'll keep going. Okay. All right. Yep. So I, I try to pick up my shield, but it's stuck. Alright, let me give you a hand with that I try and wrench it loose Do you need someone to hold your hand? Because Aslo would be more than happy (laughs) Um, No, I think think I'm good, Chav I think I'm good The flashbacks are are over for a moment Alright For now If you get scared, just run behind my leg And give me a nice strong hug around the knee (laughs) Stripey comes up and kind of gently bites your ankle (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Encouragement just pace yourself. You'll be okay. We're here for you. By the way, what uh, what were those things back there? I don't know. We didn't really get a chance to look at the, the bodies. Can I make some kind of a check? A nature check? Would I know what those things are? You would have the highest chance since you've lived in caves a lot. So maybe like we should both check? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, make a um, history check. Seems more appropriate. Right, what'd you get, Chava? A 10. I got an 18. Oh, wow. Only 16 here. Maybe it's something I'd heard of in songs. Bardic knowledge is a thing. In merengue, where you're from? You mean, you did go to college out of the three of us, so... That's true. You're waving that over our heads right now. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I didn't even go to kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> As you recall from your history lessons... These were among the creatures that appeared out of the previously unknown underworld around the time that the Great Empire collapsed. Whoa. That was like one of the things that started all of these wars was the creatures boiled up from the underworld and kind of spread across the land. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that part. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Me too. So these particular creatures are Grimlocks. Mm. Yeah, by the way, if you're listening to this for the first time, if you're a listener of the show, you may not know this, but we came up with a whole history of the world before we started playing, and that was part of it. So, yeah. So, go ahead, Thane. As far as the underworld dwellers, these Grimlocks are actually a relatively weak race, but they tend to travel in numbers, and you know that they are blind, and that they tend to use their hearing and other senses to essentially see things up close. I wonder if that low guttural growl is some form of echolocation. Hmm. Maybe we could summon them with a gnomish battle cry. I'm sure we could. I'm I'm 100% positive we could. <laughs> it's a very effective spell. I think it's magical actually. <laughs> why don't you uh why don't you try that out when we get back topside? How about that? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll, sh- I'll show you how it works. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Cool. So, I suppose Shaba takes the lead into the chamber. Yes, I do. I'll go forward with my rapier at this point. All right, now I'm going to bring up the rear. Oh, wait, no, I'm scared. The rear the rear might get attacked. Can I be in the middle? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, say, we'll have, make a Tokus Oreo. Okay, I'll be in the middle so I'm safe. 
because they'll eat either of you before they get to me. Didn't you just vow that you would protect both of them? I said when the time comes. You said the next time. Yeah, well, it hasn't (laughs) happened yet. We haven't been attacked yet. When it happens, I'll be more ready than I am now. A vow is just words. (laughs) My vow meant nothing. (laughs) Oh, you're actually supposed Uh, to follow through on one of those? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying a vow is only words until you make it action. So mm. me mm. me walking in the middle of the party instead of one of the extremities isn't a demonstration of me not following what I said I'd do. That's just so that you can run to either of them as quickly as possible. Right. Right? Correct. That's and it. I can interject, intercept. So you're equidistant yeah. from both of us. That's right. I got to protect both of you guys. Might as well be in the middle. All right. So. So, yes. Entering the chamber here, you see a number of mining tools scattered around, as well as a large pile of rocks that have been mined out of the wall. The pile of rocks is against the far wall, directly ahead of you, and the tracks continue pretty close to the wall on the left side, where they eventually go down another tunnel. To the right, uh, the ground drops away and opens up into a vast expanse that you can't see anything inside of. I shine my light into the cavernous darkness toward the right. Um, You approach the edge of the cliff there. The ground down there is probably about 80 feet down or so, and it opens up into another large chamber that's much larger than the one you're in now, which is actually relatively small. The cliff face isn't perfectly straight, but it's sloped steeply enough that you couldn't really climb it without tools. And you can make out the sound of water trickling in the cavern below. Is the drop-off a just a sheer cliff? Uh, it's a pretty sudden drop, but the slope is only like 60 or 70 degrees, not perfect 90-degree fall. Mm. Okay. Um, let's go left again, because this is pretty steep and pretty far down. And because and left with, is always right? Yes, and with Tokus in his shaken condition, I don't want to put us through any un- undue stress right now. Okay. So you continue following the tracks down the left passage. It branches at one point, but you can already see ahead that one of them is a mined-out vein that dead-ends shortly. So continuing down the other passage, you come to another mining area with the split in both directions. This time, the tracks only head off to the left. Okay. Well, let's follow the tracks. So you continue following the tracks down the tunnel. And you reach a point where there's a couple of wooden planks placed across the ground, spanning the entire width of the tunnel here. Do they look rotted out? Do they, look, do they seem sturdy? I'll kneel down and... They look relatively sturdy. Okay. Who's the lightest among us? Oh, I know. It's Stripey. Um, <laughs> Gonna have him test this? No. <laughs> I'm okay with this. I don't want him to test it, so I will test it. You're the heaviest among us. I know, but I don't want to make either of you do it either. <laughs> well, Aslo, think about it this way. If Shaba doesn't break the wooden planks, none of us will. That's right. That's true. But if he does break the wooden planks, then we don't have a way across. Well, we don't have a Shaba. <laughs> it's a relatively short gap. It's probably only seven or eight feet. And you can't actually mm. see beneath the planks. You don't know if there's anything down there other than ground or not. Okay. Mm. Uh, I take a really long step like halfway across it and kind of put my foot out and press down and see if the boards bend uh, not particularly not more than okay. normal boards 
I step and keep putting more of my weight on that one foot until I'm standing on it. You very gingerly place your weight on the board, but it seems to be holding just fine. Okay, and then I take another long step and step across to the other side. (laughs) (laughs) I see step once in the middle and then all the way across. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everything happens just that way. All right, uh, I turn around and say, guys, I think it's safe. Although I only tested the one board in the middle. (laughs) So (laughs) your mileage may vary. I sort of like coil up and then try to run across the boards as fast as I can. I thought you were going to say you were going to (laughs) roll. Just like tumble across. That would be cool too. Okay. You run across, nothing happens. You can hear with your heavier steps though that there is a little bit of echoing from underneath. So it sounds hollow mm. underneath. That's you, Tokus. You can do it. Uh, little, hmm. I don't know about this, guys. I crouch down and hold out my arms, open wide. <laughs> All right, I got an idea. Light bulb. Uh, I'm going to, like, boomerang my oversized shield over to Shaba, because I think that that <laughs> might... Well, hold on. Before you do that... <laughs> I'm I not just... ready for it, and you cut my head off. <laughs> I'm going to just take out my rope, and I toss one end over to your side. I say, Tokus, if anything goes wrong, just hold on to this rope and we'll pull you up. Yeah. How about that? Okay. So you, don't, you, you don't think that's a good idea, Eslo? That's that's an idea. We'll, yeah, we'll keep that one for later. All right. Yeah. All right. So I, I put away. my shield onto my back. There you go. Okay. All right. And I take a hold of the rope. And tie it around you. And I shakingly tie it around me. <laughs> and I step forward. Bravely, bravely step forward. Every board snaps when you step on the first one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you weigh as much as Shaba, even with all your armor on. Yeah, probably Okay. Not. So, it's right. probably pretty close to the same thing. I gingerly step across the boards. You make it across just fine. Oh, okay. All, all right. High fives all around. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, hey. I, g- I gave you back your rope. Thanks. You continue down the passage? <laughs> yep. <laughs> With that great peril behind us, yes. <laughs> what would it take for me to like learn how to do like a Captain America shield throw? <laughs> um, I don't think there's any way that you could get it to bounce back to you. Oh, it doesn't need to bounce back to me, but I want my character to think that it will. So like, I'll be like, guys, watch this. And then like my shield gets lost or like <laughs> falls off a cliff. Dang, I'm, I'm, I weigh 320 pounds and I'm carrying 114 pounds of gear. Wow. I didn't realize it was that much. I should write that down. <laughs> Aslo, I've been meaning to tell you. I need to shed a few pounds. Yeah, you've been you've been really laying on the sweets. <laughs> you might do better with a gnome diet, like more pl- like plain stuff. Do a sit up every once in a while for crying. It's out all loud. those quail burgers that Shaba keeps making for us. I just can't keep away from them. Quail burgers and dirt pancakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just being honest with you, friend. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm just making you aware that you're getting a little chubby. <laughs> I'll take that into consideration, Tokus. And you can forget about that raise I was going to give you. <laughs> no no bad feelings whatsoever. Yep, yep uh, just, just being matter-of-factual. <laughs> so, you once again continue down the passageway. It rounds a bend to the left before straightening out again. You realize that it's got a slight downward slope here. You're not sure how much lower you're actually going because of how gradual it is and are our ears popping uh <laughs> no they probably yeah. did in the elevator shaft but mm-hmm. not here however as you're walking down this tunnel you hear this 
chittering sound from up ahead. <sighs> and a little bit of light tapping on the stone. Really fast and light. I draw an arrow. Knock it to my bowstring, and I say, guys, proceed with caution. There sounds like there's something ahead. And I will approach cautiously and attempt to turn my light source onto whatever may be making the noise. I will approach with caution, sword drawn, at the ready. I'm going to take out my shield, or unsheath my shield. Unback your shield? You don't unsheath a shield. Yeah, I'm going to... Unstrap? Dawn my shield. (laughs) (laughs) And huddle behind it. (laughs) I'm not sure what the appropriate word is for equipping a shield. Brandishing? I slap on my shield. Equipping, probably. Yeah, or slapping on. Ready it. (laughs) (laughs) I give my shield a nice slap. As you all ready yourselves and creep down the passageway, out of the darkness ahead, you see this huge multi-tentacled beast running along the ground straight at you. (laughs) What? A tentacled beast running? At us? Yes. This sort of caterpillar-like thing with these strange tentacles coming out of its face. Oh my gosh, how big is it? Probably about four feet tall from foot to the top of its body, but you can't tell how long it is because it extends back into the tunnel. I retch in disgust, and then I draw back my arrow to shoot. Roll initiative. Does it know we're here? It's running toward us, right. so I think yeah. it knows we're here. Running toward oh, us. no. Hey, guys, remember that oath? Does that apply <laughs> to... <laughs> Tentacle monsters? Does that apply now? Let's go loosey-goosey with it. It applies to whatever you want it to. Uh, okay, uh, I ready myself. I got a 17 on my initiative roll, so plus three, that's a 20. And remember, you also have that advantage. Oh, dude, I keep forgetting. Seriously, just by being a ranger, I have advantage on every initiative roll. I used a different <laughs> die this time, and I got a natural 20. <laughs> well, that's that's probably fine, because the last couple of sessions of my other game, I've been rolling so terribly. Just so, so badly. That's an 11 for me. I'm not happy about it. This is the first time I'm not happy about a good initiative roll. 14. <laughs> uh, the creature is running towards you. It's about 80 or 90 feet off as you get your first action in, Shaba. Uh, has it been an hour? Since your last battle? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I hunter's mark it, and I say, Tokus, if we don't stand together, we'll fall for anything. That's how that goes, right? <laughs> if you don't stand for something, totally. you fall for anything. Yep. Uh, yeah. So a yeah, 14 what I said. to hit? That hits. <laughs> All right. And that's 13 damage with the hunter's mark. The arrow strikes the creature, which lets out some sort of high-pitched screech that just echoes through this whole tunnel and sets your ears pounding. And then the creature charges forward. Does green ichor splash out where the arrow pierces it? Probably more yellow. Even grosser. (laughs) Now with extra gross. (laughs) So yes, it is charging down the hallway. Because I think that thing wants to eat us. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, so Tokus, your turn. You said we're we're in the opened up region, right? We, we're no longer in the confined... No, this is a tunnel. Oh, we are back in a tunnel. Okay. Yeah, uh, I want to try and figure out everything I can about this monster real quick. So what kind of a role do I need to do? Uh, nature. Okay. Well, I will learn lots. So that's a one plus <laughs> three, so oh, a four. 
If I could mm. share some of the luck with you, I would. Mm. Thanks, thanks, Shava. <laughs> how how long have we been in this mine? You've probably been down here about half an hour with. So how- yeah, you probably don't have any bardic inspiration anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you have no idea what this thing is. I'm just like staring at the monster like I thought I was going to try to figure out what the monster is. You're panicking? Yeah, I'm panicked. I'm panicking. So you're feeling like you should know what this thing is. You should be able to protect your friends (laughs) from the denizens of the deep, but you have no idea. Yeah. Like looking deep into its menacing many eyes. I'm just like (laughs) losing myself in it. (sighs) The madness. Tokus. Tokus! I'm looking over as I'm, like, knocking another arrow to my bow. Tokus, snap out of it, bud! Come on! (laughs) We we gotta kill this thing! It's gonna eat us, and it'll probably eat you first, because you're smaller. I also probably (laughs) taste better. I'm (laughs) low-carb. And I look over at Aslo. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good zing for being in a, a state of fugue. (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, my character's still quite snarky despite being <laughs> scared out of his mind. I'm going to, like, shakingly, like, stumble forward, no sword drawn, just my shield, like, coming towards Shaba, but I have no idea what's going to happen or what I'm going to do when I get there. <laughs> Next is Aslo. Yeah, how close is it at this point? Unfortunately, due to your friends kind of blocking the passageway and the fact that you're a halfling and the fact that it hasn't yet reached Shaba, you won't be able to reach it and attack. I spread my legs and go, Aslo, through, through, now! <laughs> ole, 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 ole. And I do the sliding, slide under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll move up and at least ready. If I can't attack this turn, I'll just ready an attack for next turn. So we're, we're seriously traveling single file and there's no way to get around <laughs> each other? The n- tunnels are relatively narrow. Okay. I guess mm. I didn't specify that well enough. Oh, so I, I can't get around Shaba? You can move past each other. It's just that when you're all like in fighting poses and holding weapons and stuff, there's not a whole lot of space to maneuver. So it's the equivalent of a five-foot square then? Basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. I didn't realize it was anything mm. that small. Okay. Yeah, I definitely should not have gone first then. I'll move up as far as I can. have my rapier at the ready for an attack. If I can, I will. So it's uh, Shaba and then... Tokus and then me? You could get in front of both of them. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll go ahead and scoot in front of them. Yeah, maybe I, f- I find a nice flat rock and, you know, do the cool slide thing under his legs or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get in your way. I'm going to do yeah. everything I can to let you past. And then I'll just ready an attack. And then uh, bonus action, I'll turn around and look at Shaba, and I'll say the cleft of your chin is like two freshly baked loaves of bread pressed together. And as you go to touch me, I make the symbol of like a Kamehameha from Dragon Ball Z with my hand, and I deflect (laughs) your bardic inspiration onto Tokus. Shaba, what are you doing? (laughs) He needs it more than I do. I don't have a clefted chin. (laughs) It won't work on me. Just pretend you do. Not that I can see through your patchy beard. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him. He's scared out of his mind, the poor guy. He needs more inspiration than I do. Okay, so you're using the pay it forward action. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Um, I give it to Tokus instead. I feel some of your feelings, Aslo. But it doesn't all reach me because I'm wondering <laughs> what a clefted chin is. <laughs> just, just take it, Tokus. It, it'll help you. Okay. So, am I, am I, or am I not bardically inspired? I will. Yeah, I'll give it to you, Tokus. 
All right, so I feel my chin under my scruffy beard being touched. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess I'd never noticed. I do kind of have a cleft chin. This beard just covered it up the whole time. It's a ranged ability. I've always just put my hand on your shoulder and stuff just to uh, be extra encouraging. Just to sell it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, so Aslo runs past everyone and dodges in between Shabo's bow and the cave wall. Stands in front with your rapier pointed towards the beast. Now, you could totally do a cool slide but uh, under my legs. <laughs> Next is Shaba again. I'm going to take a shot at it first. Uh, that's a 16. Uh, that hits. That's for 12 damage. And then as a move or a bonus or whatever I can do, I... Get out of Tokus's way as much as possible. Like, I squeeze myself against the side of the... Even if if I can, like, pick him up and move him past me as part of a move action, then I'll <laughs> Wait, do that. Shabba, what are you doing? Shabba, we <laughs> talked about this. It's a little encouragement. You could always just back up behind him. Yeah, okay, sure, I'll do that. I'll just step over his head and say, Tokus, I know I don't have any magic behind my encouragement, but I believe in you, bud. And I give you a little quick shoulder rub. And I say, now go get him, tiger. Give you a smack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the tentacled caterpillar creature takes another, well, many steps forward <laughs> and kind of twists around the corridor so that it is now crawling across the ceiling and then oh reaches boy. down mm. with its tentacles towards Aslo. Ooh. So should I do my attack first? Yeah, it reaches down with its tentacles and you attack. You're ready to action. Should have gone right before this. You go, and move your sword really fast back and forth. <laughs> Stay away from me, you disgusting tentacles. Uh, that would be a 17. Big hit. For, ooh, max damage, 10 damage. Nice. You slice wow. off one of the tentacles and yellow ichor dumps on your head <laughs> like one of those old Nickelodeon shows. <laughs> you, you just, just got, got slime, slime, <laughs> slime, slime time. You hold your rapier up or stab upwards as it reaches down and stab its head, but its tentacles still wrap around your arm. Oh. So you take five points of damage from this as you Ooh. feel the tentacles secreting something onto your skin. Oh, no. Uh, and make a constitution save. Status effects are worse than normal Constance. damage. Yeah. Mm, not good. Uh, five. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. So you feel yourself going unnaturally stiff and rigid as you hold your rapier uh, up above you. Uh, and since it's already wrapped around your arm, it tries to bite your hand and does so for seven points of damage. Oh, seven. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. I'm almost out of the game, boys. Uh-oh. Tokus's turn. All right, guys, I didn't want to tell you about my fear of fighting and how everybody used to treat me and how they'd always put me to the back because <laughs> I feared that you guys would do that to me, too. And I I want to be brave for you, but I just, I'm just i just so worried that if you knew, if you knew how much of a coward I used to be... Tokus! Aslo is getting his hand chewed off! <laughs> stab the thing! <laughs> Please, stab it! I just, I just keep thinking that you're going to tell me that I'm a coward and I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for you to tell me that I'll never mount a... To anything. You are a coward. We're all cowards. Every single one of us is scared, even Stripey. <laughs> but we're still fighting to save each other. Aslo's really, really hurt, and the thing is literally chewing his arm off as we stand here speaking. <laughs> Please help. Please do something. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to shut my eyes. I'm going to huddle behind my shield and charge at the beast, despite how I feel about everything right now. <laughs> I kind of want to use an improvised weapon. I'm just, I'm not feeling the sword. What do you guys think about me finally putting that sugar to use? What if I tried dumping the sugar on the monster <laughs> and see if he's like a slug? Throwing it up into the air? He's on the ceiling. I'm going to blind him with the sugar bag. I'm going to blind him with science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll allow that as an attempt to blind him. What am I rolling? Strength? So just dexterity check. Alright. Don't forget about the bardic inspiration. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. <laughs> if we want this to actually work. Oh, got a six on the bardic. That nice. is an 18. That's like a 90 Ooh. mile per hour baseball pitch if I ever saw one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you run forward, open up the sugar bag just enough so that it'll actually come out and then chuck it at the creature the bag strikes it squarely in one of its gigantic <laughs> eyes and then spreads sugar everywhere, which is now raining down on the party. <laughs> yes! Yes! Dokus, what's going on back there? <laughs> Aslo, I found my courage. It wasn't wielding a sword. <laughs> it was throwing bags of sugar? No, it was thinking of a way to fight the monster differently. Oh. Because I've tried swords for a long time. I just don't know how to aim them. <laughs> it's almost like you used a chemical concoction and threw it like a bomb. Hmm. Is it like flailing or anything? Is it like, ah, there's sugar in my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says that. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm just trying to get a snack here. Yeah, the creature reels back <laughs> and releases Aslo from its mouth. Oh, oh nice. sweet. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... I catch some grains on my tongue. As though some of the sugar drops into your open mouth as you were screaming from the pain when you were frozen. Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> Not so bad after all. Oh, wait, you still can't move? My arm, at least, is uh, paralyzed. Yeah, you are paralyzed, but you get to make another saving throw at the end of your turn. Guys, I'm going to make my saving throw now. <laughs> uh, constitution 13. Uh, success. Oh, hey! hey. Managed to shake off the effects of the it. Shake it toxin. <laughs> oh, that was that was the worst. So, so just to clarify, you guys don't think I'm a coward? <laughs> well, we'll answer that when this thing is dead. <laughs> yeah, now's not the time. So, in the meantime, yes, they do think you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to Shaba now. All right. Take a shot, and I rolled a two, so that's a nine. Okay. Guys, I'm, I'm bleeding pretty bad here. I don't know if I can keep fighting this thing right now. Yeah, I know, right? So the arrow flies by and strikes into one of the support beams. Um, like I'm not retreating, but I want to keep my distance from the monster because that's how I'm most effective when I'm at range. So I'll move back about 10 feet from it. Okay. The creature is now squirming around, unable to see anything, it seems, and it... Tries to lunge at Tokus. Did not like my sugar. My sweetness. Yeah, it just ends up kind of flailing a few feet above your head, unable to actually connect. It backs away, starts withdrawing down the ceiling. Retreating? As though you can make an attack against it as it pulls away. Uh, okay. Uh, nine. That misses. So, it has put some space between itself and you two. Some of its tentacles are trying to wipe its eyes to clear out the sugar. 
<laughs> okay, so now we're back to Tokus. Okay, uh, I'm going to heed Shaba's words finally. I have this like newfound, I wouldn't call it confidence, but I have this newfound assuredness in myself. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge for it. I'm going to step in front of Aslo. And I'm going to unsheath my rapier and remember my gnomish cave training. And I'm, I'm going to assume the, the phalanx position. Well, you can attack it. No, no, no. I'm going to ready one. Ready it for what? I'm not that confident. <laughs> I'm, I'm approaching the monster, but I'm still hesitating. But I feel that, like, me being in front will maybe give my comrades the confidence to fell the monster for me. <laughs> okay, so you move up and get ready to attack if it attacks you first. Yeah. Maybe give a little, like, wrap on my shield, like, you, you know... Like this. <laughs> okay, so the clanging shield echoes and reverberates down the tunnels. Now at Aslo. I will take a few steps away from it, take out my dagger, and try to try to throw it at the creature. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. There's a lot of those happening. Sick. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Kane's like, you guys are all of loaded dice tonight. That'd be a six damage. Six on damage. Mm. So the dagger strikes the beast in the head, since that's the only place that you can really get to. <laughs> in the and thorax. <laughs> screeches <laughs> and shakes around again. You see a few rocks get knocked loose as it thrashes against the side of the wall. <laughs> Shaba. Okay, I'm going to take a, a shot. That's a 21 to hit. Still marked. Uh, for seven damage. So your arrow also strikes it, and it seems to be weakening, but it also doesn't look very happy, and decides to resume the attack. Uh, It looks like it's probably shaken off the last bits of the sugar, and now charges forward again towards Tokus. So as it reaches down for you, make your attack. That thing's three sweets to the wind. Oh. That's an 18. It's... Ah, seven. It is still oozing from its many attacks as it kind of drips its fluids onto you and then tries to intentionally drip fluids onto you with its tentacles. Oh, keep your fluids to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) This is not safe. You're not supposed to swap fluids. (laughs) (laughs) What? I wasn't going there, but okay. (laughs) That's what skin's for So it strikes you with its tentacles Wait, what? (laughs) I don't know what that means Wait, I don't want to know Never mind What are you guys thinking about? Talking about sharing a can of Coke here, people Yeah, fluids like like Coke Yeah, ginger ale I don't think people naturally produce ginger ale inside of their bodies (laughs) Not with that attitude (laughs) (laughs) Some people, Thane, produce tears (laughs) <laughs> That's not what he's spraying on me. <laughs> no. no, I'm afraid so, not. Give me a constitution save. Oh, I am so good at those. I've been waiting to make one. I did not make a good one. That's a nine. All right. So you take three points of damage from the secretions and you too begin to freeze up, but this time not purely out of fear. This feels like when I went to the dentist's office, guys. <laughs> However, it doesn't manage to chew through your armor. Uh, Tokus would be next, but since you're paralyzed, all you get to do is make a saving throw. 
<laughs> I rolled the same exact thing. Seven plus two. <laughs> Wait, isn't that like the fifth nine that you've rolled? <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So you remain paralyzed. At least I'm in the right spot. Aslam. <laughs> How are you guys doing on hit points? I have not been touched. I feel fine. All right. I took three, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm at 20. Don't worry about me because I can just uh, second wind. Yeah. So. If I'm going to be any use in this fight, I'm going to need to heal myself again. Mm-hmm. So use another spell slot, whip out my instrument and begin to play. And I start to sing. When you need some healing, you want tender toe healing. Tender toe healing. <laughs> it's good for you. Tender toe healing is something that's good for you. And I cast uh, Cure Wound. Uh. <laughs> right, that'll be a nine. Excellent. That's the other healing song. <laughs> cool. So I'm mostly back up to full. Let's move on to Shabbos' turn. Okay. I got a 14 to hit. Hits. For 12 damage. Okay. The creature reels one last time, begins to writhe and thrash all over the tunnel, and then collapses off of the ceiling and lands on top of Tokus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I, I rush over and I pull out one of my tent poles and I use it to shove the thing off of him because I don't want to touch that gross icker stuff. <laughs> you poke at it and eventually shove it off of Tokus as the yellow slime spreads throughout the corridor. Tokus, Tokus, are you okay? Uh, 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 I slap you. Uh. <laughs> um, make a constitution save, man. <laughs> yeah, make another save. 19. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, there you go. Okay, so That's you recover. It. That's a roll. Uh, I was trying to say I'm I'm stuck, guys. My teeth felt like they were glued together. Yeah. Oh, I guess my slap helped get you out of it, huh? 